We have a major update on the New York Knicks lawsuit against the Toronto Raptors. If you didn't hear about it, the Knicks are alleging that their former employee in Ike Azotam was told by the Toronto Raptors to steal proprietary files. Now, some of these files included player profiles, player schemes, and also game film, game stats, and game analysis. And now, thanks to an update from Sportsnet.com, we now know the punishments for the Toronto Raptors and how severe they are. We're going to look into this and so much more today. Let's get started. The Toronto Raptors may likely avoid harsh punishment in this lawsuit with the New York Knicks. Now, if you're a Knicks fan and you've been following this story, this has to make you upset. Because the Toronto Raptors essentially, if the story is to be believed, told a former Knicks employee, Ike Azotam, to steal thousands of proprietary files from the New York Knicks and send them over to the Toronto Raptors for their new head coach. And those files were accessed over thousands of times. So you can imagine all of the information that the Raptors were able to get from the files sent by Azotam. But now, thanks to Sportsnet, we now know that the Raptors are likely not going to face any severe punishment. In a recent sports news, the Toronto Raptors are embroiled in a lawsuit with the New York Knicks over proprietary files, as we mentioned at the top of the show. But here's the big update here. Insiders suggest the fallout may be less severe than expected. Here are some of the key takeaways that we got from the article. We're going to go through each of these individually, but let's just gloss over them right now. Sportsnet's Michael Grange basically suggested that this lawsuit is not a major concern. The Raptors are likely not going to face any type of penalty, and if they did, it would be a six-figure fine or a loss of a second-round draft pick. Industry insiders actually state that this is common practice. So these are some major updates we have here on the Knicks lawsuit against the Toronto Raptors from Sportsnet, basically stating that the Toronto Raptors are going to avoid escape severe punishment in this lawsuit with the New York Knicks. Let's go through each and every individual point because in my mind, this is mind-boggling that they're going to escape severe punishment because if it were the New York Knicks that did this, I would argue they likely would face very severe and harsh punishment. But let's go ahead and look at each and every one of these points. The first point here was that Michael Grange from Sportsnet stated, suggested that what the Raptors allegedly did with the Knicks is not a major concern. Now, maybe you think it's not a major concern because you stole those files from Tom Thibodeau and stealing any type of offensive game sets or plans or whatever from Tom Thibodeau may not be the smartest move because he doesn't really run that much of them. So maybe that's why they're saying that it's not a major concern. But actually, it is. Because if you look at exactly what they stole, they did not only steal the New York Knicks files and profiles on Knicks players. They stole them on other players around the league, around the NBA, from other teams. That's crazy to me. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. But not only that, if you look at the reports as well too, it seems like the Toronto Raptors and their management and even their new head coach we're basically stating and telling Ike Azotam, the former Nick employee, what to take 
and where to send them and how to send them. It was like clockwork. And the way he did it wasn't clean or nice or in any fashion professional if it is common practice to do so. He did it sloppy, easy to be traced, and clearly in his contract, it stated he was not supposed to do this. So regardless, even if it is common practice, if you have a contract that basically states you're not supposed to do it, then guess what you have to follow? Your contract. If this type of action is common practice, then I really want to see all the people who did it and their contract structure. And if they have anything in it that states that they can or cannot do this. Because in my opinion, if you have something clearly stating in your contract not to do it and you violate it, then there's no argument. You broke the rules and you have to pay a consequence or a fine. And there's no doubt about it. He did the deed. He broke the rules. They deserve to pay a fine. And not only a small fine, a harsh fine. Moving on to the next point, the potential NBA penalties for the Raptors could include a six-figure fine and the loss of a second-round draft pick, which are not viewed as significant setbacks. You're right. It's not significant at all. Because let me ask you this. Why would they face a fine? Because they did something wrong. So if somebody does something wrong, the incentive should be Let me take something away from them so I can send a message, make a statement, so that way nobody else does it. The fact that they're finding them states that they did something wrong. So clearly, even if it is common practice, there's something wrong with doing that. That's the first part. The second part is, if you're talking about fines and second round picks, if the Knicks did this, it might be first round pick or definitely second round pick, including a fine. But with the Toronto Raptors, this particular story, first of all, has not been covered a lot, had almost no coverage, there's almost no news reports about it, almost no updates about it. I'm surprised I was able even to find an update about this lawsuit because it hasn't even been covered by national media that much. So this is why I'm saying that if the New York Knicks were in the same position as the Toronto Raptors, given who they are, their market, and given the concerns and allegations, I would think that a lot more people would cover it. We'd have a lot more stories created about it. But not only that, there would be a number of news outlets actively following it. But with the Toronto Raptors, we're not seeing any motion at all, much of anything really. But you can bet that if the New York Knicks were in the same position as the Toronto Raptors were right now, they would be facing a very, very severe and harsh punishment. You know that because based off of history, we've seen that. But other teams, like the Raptors right now, for instance, are likely going to avoid harsh punishment. They may not get any punishment at all. And if they do, if it's a fine or a second round pick, it does nothing to dissuade people from not wanting to do it in the future. So if you're finding somebody, you're telling me it's wrong. And you're telling me you don't want me to do it or anybody else to do it. But what you're doing in terms of a fine means nothing. The fine is small in terms of what these teams and organizations are making nowadays. And in terms of the second round pick, nobody wants to lose any draft compensation. But the way you send a message is with the first round pick, not a second round pick. And I have no idea what type of second round pick is even going to be taken. So there's that to contend with as well too. 
So looking at all of this together right now, it's looking like a great day in Toronto and a horrible day in New York if you're looking at the merits of this lawsuit. Because really, there looks like there's no merit at all for the New York Knicks. Only really just to get this in writing. Closing out on this last point here, it states industry insiders indicate that the sharing of such information is relatively commonplace in the league, leading to expectations that the Raptors may not face severe consequences. Again, I've said it throughout this entire video, so I'm not going to stay long on this point. If it was common practice, why were they fined? Because clearly there was a problem. Now, maybe you're saying that it's too excessive. So then what is not excessive in terms of stealing files and sending them over to another team? Because I don't understand how that wouldn't be excessive. They stole thousands and thousands and thousands of files from the New York Knicks about their players, game film, and about other players on other NBA teams. I don't care if that's common practice. It's weird, first of all, because why would you take other player profiles from other teams? Why doesn't the Raptors trust their own? That's my first question. And another thing is, I've never heard details like this come out about a situation involving all of these very important and crucial files. So I don't think it's as commonplace as you make it out to be. Maybe some files are taken back, but I don't think it's common practice to take this many files, as instructed as well, by the way, to do so by the Raptors themselves. That part about it, I think, makes it a little bit more than commonplace or common practice. Because I don't know how common it is for the team you're about to go to to tell you, hey, yeah, before you come here, I want you to take all these files. And then they're specific about the files, where to send them, and then they view them a number of times, including the new head coach that they appoint. Something here doesn't sound like common practice. What this sounds like to me is a little bit of a cover-up. It sounds like you want to cover up all the things that happened, sweep it under the rug, make it look like it's what everybody does, so that way it's not looked at as harshly, and therefore the fine is less harsh. And you know what? It seems like the Raptors got their wish. And I know if this were the New York Knicks, so many outlets would be covering it. There would be a lot of headlines about it. The Knicks would be facing definitely a severe penalty and punishment. But not only that, the New York Knicks would be trashed by national media all day about doing things like this. Even though they would probably say it is common practice, they would definitely take a lot more shots at the New York Knicks. But because it's the Raptors, we're not hearing anything about it. Basically, nobody's covering it. And if you didn't watch this video or really look each and every day for news about this, you likely wouldn't find anything worth reading. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.